Hello and welcome back finally for a new episode of How Cool Are These Powers. I took something of an unannounced hiatus to spend time with my partner while they were off work. Um, and now they're back in work, so I'm back recording the podcast. Um, I am eventually going to do an episode of the podcast with her. Uh, we want to talk about uh, mutants and the X-Men and those sorts of characters because uh, that is her favorite comics. She reads the hell out of X-Men comics. Um, but that's an episode for another day as she is at work right now. Um, this week's episode is going to be um, about the lanterns, DC's lanterns, all the various, you know, colors of the lanterns. Um, and naturally, the first lantern you start with when talking about the lanterns is the first uh, lantern that was there was, which is the Green Lanterns. Now, before I talk about the main Green Lanterns, which everyone pretty well knows about, um, I'm just going to talk very briefly about the original Green Lantern. The original Green Lantern's pretty cool. He was a guy named Alan Scott. Um, his powers are based more in magic, whereas the current Green Lantern we have today is more based in sci-fi. Uh, and he was someone who uh, he, he like found a magic Green Lantern, or he like forged it and it allowed him to manipulate the green energies of nature to create shapes and but he, he didn't usually do that it was usually to like make fire or like um swords or like wrap a rope around someone or he would use it to increase his strength i think he could pass through walls uh he could fly um but he wasn't the green lantern that we know today it was a very different character uh, even though the current Green Lantern does have a few of those abilities himself. Especially given that uh, since DC's whole thing is like multiverses and the original Green Lantern took place in a different universe than the Green Lantern we have today, it would be the case that the that would that's just an alternate universe's version of the magic Green Lantern and it's instead a sci-fi thing, and they're like space cops, and they bend the power of will as green light to kind of form whatever shape they can imagine. So, yeah, that's kind of all I'll say for Alan Scott moving on past him. So, yeah, in, with t now speaking on Green Lanterns, the more current Green Lanterns that we have today, uh, they kind of started, I believe, in the late 50s, around the same time that... Um, the Silver Age, I guess, would have started, because I, I believe Barry Allen is the uh, the comic character who kind of rung in the Silver Age, and I think Green Lantern would have started in that same wave, um, Hal Jordan, rather, and uh, they basically are a, a space police force kind of thing. They have, uh, the Green Lanterns are specifically powered by the, um, by the color green. It is uh, characterized as being on the emotional spectrum of the color of, of willpower, of, like, courage, um, the power to stand up against great fear, and, uh, that is something that all Green Lanterns display, it's something that the more they show it, the kind of stronger they get, and, uh, if, it, it's, it, it's also basically, they have, like, a big battery that is powered by, like, every creature in the universe whenever it feels willpower it's connected to this battery and so just for an extreme example if everyone in the universe died that green light would go out because there would no be there there would not be anybody who can feel uh willpower even like animals and stuff 
because all the lanterns have like a kind of core being and their being there's like a deity almost uh their deity being is a big whale named ion and ion was the first creature ever to feel willpower it, it felt willpower to survive and it turned into green energy and became the being of willpower um, every member of the of the Green Lantern Corps and the other Lantern Corps, uh, they get chosen by a ring, or in the case of the uh, of the Indigo Tribe, I believe they just get like a gem, um, and it allows them to kind of use their the, the their sort of basic abilities that these are common among all the Lanterns. Is it allows the wearers to fly through space? I believe they can access like hyper hyperspace. Um, they have uh, the Ring Act as a universal translator so they can understand every alien they speak to, which is good because most other Green Lanterns and other Lanterns in general are aliens. There's only a few, a handful of human ones, even though uh, before it was a thing that there was only really one human Green Lantern and everyone was like, uh, wow, a human Green Lantern. And now there's like eight, so yeah, they got really past that, but... Yeah, it's good that they have their the universal translators. Uh, they also can communicate across the uh, across universes. They can only communicate across their own spectrum. Um, if they have, you say, you know, the green ring, they can communicate with only other people who have green rings. Or if they have yellow, they can communicate with yellow. There are some characters who were. Uh, who were exceptions to the rule. I believe Kyle Rayner as the White Lantern can communicate with any given lantern because it's white and it splits into any color if you shoot it into a prism. So uh, I, I think it works like that. It could just be that when Kyle's ring was green and he was starting to gain like other sort of lantern abilities, they all merged into his ring. This is more based on the modern continuity, of course. Uh, they all sort of merged into his one ring, and it might it, that might have given him access to the other colors of the spectrum. But it, I believe it's the uh, when he became the White Lantern. I could be wrong, um, but yeah, generally the lanterns can only communicate along their own color of the spectrum. Some of the lanterns have their own unique, specific characteristics. The Green Lantern, of course, is the very bare bones. Uh, they're the ones who can do like anything, kind of like they can they can do like combative abilities they can do like defensive abilities they don't really have any restorative capabilities but essentially anything they can will they can make happen i i, I remember reading a, a, a part a storyline where someone like restored an entire destroyed bridge or some they did some crazy thing where like in in one small spot they sort of bent reality because they willed it to happen um and it, it wasn't just a big green construct, like, they, they actually kind of fixed the area. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I could be wrong about that, too. I, it's been a while since I read Green Lantern, um, but I needed, you know, a character to speak on. I've read a decent amount of Green Lantern. Uh, I know a fair amount about what Green Lantern can do, but that's something that's... It's, it's, it's something more recent that I read, and it's something he really only did once, so it's kind of a gray area for me. But essentially anything they can... I would, I would say anything they could potentially will to happen, which obviously has its limits, because um, having the will to, say, just totally bend reality to do whatever you want it to do obviously takes a lot of willpower you would have to be some you'd have to be like thor or some fucking crazy being you wouldn't just be a human um 
but yeah, so they all, it allows them to breathe in space, like, being near the sun is safe, but maybe not going into the sun, and, uh, yeah, they can create, like, jets, they can create boxing gloves, they can create shields, they can create chains, uh, the possibilities are only limited by their imagination, and every lantern would have something sort of unique, because they would all have a different sort of imagination, um, Hal Jordan, for example, was a test pilot, so his creations generally are airplanes and military stuff. Um, John, uh, John Stewart, the second Green Lantern, was uh, like an architect, and he was kind of meticulous. So whenever he was creating constructs, they were really complicated and complex. Um, there was a specific comic where they made it a point that all of his uh, creations, you would be able to see the inside of it. And it's supposed to be that that was always the case, but that was something that really only that artist was like, yeah, you can you can see inside. And that writer was like, yeah, these these lanterns have these specific characteristics of whenever they do it. Um, so John Stewart, you could see every working mechanism inside his thing because he was like a designer and he was big on you know putting a little more effort into his creations, making them not feel so hollow. Um, Guy Gardner was, like, your basic brawler guy. I think he was, like, a firefighter, so, like, he's just creating boxing gloves and simple, like, bats and such. Um, Kyle Rayner was, like, a cartoonist, so he was usually creating, you know, like, anime stuff or cartoon things. Uh, things that obviously don't really look like they could be real. Like, he's creating, like, big mechs and, and whatnot. Um... And so on and so forth. I didn't really read enough Simon Baz to uh, to know what what he te like tends to do. Uh, Jessica Cruz, I like she. The last I read, couldn't make constructs yet, so she might still not be able to make constructs. She can just kind of bend the light in offensive manners and defensive manners. She, I don't think she can really uh, make specific constructs, as far as I can remember. Um, but yeah, that's essentially everything for the Green Lanterns. There's not like a huge amount special about them. They are basically just they can bend they they bend the green light of will to whatever they um, need to to whatever they want. Like whenever they're in a fight, um, they are they all have to have like a home planet they go to. That's essentially like their precinct. That's one thing that really makes them kind of like a space cop. Um, is then they have like a jail there for like really bad cosmic criminals. And, uh, yeah, they also have, like, a lantern power battery that they can, they can summon from a pocket dimension, and, uh, in, and when their lantern battery gets low, they just have to pull the, their, their, uh, lantern from their pocket dimension, touch their ring to it, and speak their oath. Um, every lantern has a unique oath, and I'm not gonna say the oath because I don't want to say every single oath. They all have the same kind of, uh rhythm to it so it kind of just starts to feel really repetitive when you're just listing them all off and i'd have to look them all up because the only one i really remember is the green lantern and the orange lantern so yeah we'll go ahead and look those up if you're interested they're pretty cool um the orange lantern one's pretty funny uh and yeah so that's basically it for the green lanterns I'm not necessarily going to talk about the lanterns in the order that the colors were introduced because it was only over time that the other colors were introduced and I didn't read throughout, uh, I didn't read anything DC from like between the 60s and the like 2000s or, or the 60s and the 80s I guess because I read like Crisis on Infinite Earths, I read a couple things from the 80s and a couple things from the 90s but 
uh, in more recent DC. Um, so I'm just going to talk about the Lanterns as I kind of think about them and which one I want to talk about next. So my next Lantern is uh, probably my favorite Lantern because I think this is the Lantern that I personally would be. Um, if I was going to be a Lantern at all, uh, would be the Blue Lanterns. The Blue Lanterns are powered by Hope. Um, they are generally, like, they. I don't think there really are any human Blue Lanterns. I think Kyle Rayner might have been a Blue Lantern for a little bit. Um, he would have had to be before he became a White Lantern. Um, but I think there was, like, a definite time where he was blue, or he had a green ring and a blue ring. I know if you pick Kyle Rayner in DC Universe Online for some of the online events, he has a blue ring and a, and a uh, green ring on his hand, so that's the only kind of reason I question that. But, so the Blue Lanterns, um, one limit they have is they don't have any combat capabilities, but they have, uh, really good defensive capabilities, and uh, healing capabilities. They can heal a lot of wounds, a lot of damage. I don't know how much they can do. Like, if you're cut in half, but you're still alive, I don't know if they can, like, take your bottom half and, like, heal you successfully. Um, but there is a, some level of, of a really good regeneration power there, and they just use their blue light to do that. And it's all just with the the constant like hope that all will be well. That as as long as they keep doing what they're doing, all will be well. Things will make things will work out the way they need to work out. All things will be well is 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 something that they very commonly say. Um, they do have combat abilities if Green Lanterns come by. Uh, I'm so sorry if you can if you can hear that when my fan kicks on. Uh, it's very cold in my apartment, so I have a little bit of a space heater right here, and it's just kind of going on and off. Um, yeah. So the Blue Lanterns have offensive capabilities if Green Lanterns are nearby. Whenever a Green Lantern gets nearby, their blue ring will specifically say to them, um, uh, we are in the presence of Greens all combative restrictions are unlocked and then they are able to fight together um they generally team up so whenever they're going up against a common enemy the blue lanterns are able not only to have better defensive capabilities than any other lantern out there they also have healing capabilities and they can they can provide like so much support uh selective ones can be on the front lines helping um, they can use their com combat abilities for defense. Um, they're they're just they're pretty cool. I personally, the reason I think I be I would be a Blue Lantern is I'm a bit of a pacifist. I don't like to f I don't really like to fight. I like uh, reading like action and watching action and playing violent video games and such. Um, but I myself uh, like I, I obviously like I haven't gotten in a fight since fucking like high school like who gets in fights unless you're in like fucking mixed martial arts or karate or something um but i just i you know i, I don't really like to i don't like the idea of, i don't like getting hurt i don't like the idea of hurting someone else um so the blue lanterns being unable to hurt others unless they're near a green lantern which are their friends like i would get in a fight if you know I was I needed to help my friend in a fight and it was a, a, a bad situation or something um, I wouldn't just stand there and be like I'm not gonna fight you I don't really I'm a pacifist you know but uh, yeah so I think the the blue lanterns are probably the most relatable to me and I wish I wish all the lanterns had their own uh, series because it would be really cool to read a series about the blue lanterns 
and every once in a while, whenever you have, have a lot of storylines where like maybe the situations aren't resolved with, with violence, not because I want to read that. I love when superheroes fight. I, I'm not, that's not even sarcastic. I fucking love when superheroes fight, but it's not really in their character. And there's tons of comics where there are superhero characters who kind of settle things without violence. So you could have the Blue Lanterns be doing that, but in Green Lantern-y ways. And every once in a while, the Green Lanterns show up and the Blue Lanterns have to fight one of the other Lanterns. And that would be really cool. Um, yeah, so I like the Blue Lanterns. And that's basically all I have to say about the Blue Lanterns. They also obviously have some of the other common powers I said earlier. Flight, breathing in space, all that stuff. Every Lantern has that. Um, so, yeah. That's it for the Blues. Next up is the Red Lanterns. They're powered by the Red Light of Rage. When they're... They are chosen by their rings specifically when they are feeling the most rage. Um, they just get, they are, they are angry. They're so mad. Uh, their rings come down from the heavens and they jump onto their fingers and their heart is replaced. Their whole blood is replaced with the red light of rage. They always have this weird, like, their blood has this, like, or, or their, uh, their constructs have this red fluidy look to it because when the ring gets on their finger, they just don't have a heart anymore and their their blood is all replaced with the red light of rage and they're just pissed um they have like a home planet i can't remember what it's called i think it's yismolt and uh it has like a blood ocean and if they completely submerge in the blood ocean they're able to kind of calm down but they still feel this constant rage burning inside and it could be fatal to remove a Red Lantern's ring from their finger, uh, say you you knock them unconscious. If you manage to pull their their ring off, it could be fatal because the red ring replaces their heart. Um, that said, a Blue Lantern is able to uh, to heal that. They did have an event where a superhero character became a Red Lantern and they needed to get her ring off, so they had a Blue Lantern um, pull like heal heal her heart back as they removed her her red ring from her. Uh, they generally just create, like, angry, violent things. Like, uh, if they make boxing gloves, it's gonna be boxing gloves with fucking knives on them or something. Or if, or if they make a bat, it's gonna be a bat with spikes coming out of it. When they create, like, an animal to come at you, it's, like, just a raging bull. It's, it's all sorts of stuff like that. Just, like, chainsaws and buzzsaws. Like, they're trying to kill you. They have napalm breath they like throw up like napalm breath it just burns things away uh there's not many things in the dc universe that seem to be hotter than that because everyone that gets hit with that gets fucking hurt so yeah red lanterns are pretty hardcore honestly um they look really cool generally i just oh they're they're so drippy all the time and i kind of wish they weren't but it's like a neat little touch when when they say like yeah they're they don't have blood, it's just the red light. So it's like, oh, all the blood in their body became the red light. And when they use their, their red ring to call their red light, they're just pulling like all the blood out of their body and it's all drippy for that reason. They're 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 pretty they're pretty wild. Um I I like them a lot. They're 
they're they're generally anti-heroes. Sometimes they're good guys. Sometimes they're bad guys. It kind of depends on if they are in control of themselves and if the situation will uh, behoove them to uh, to help the other lanterns or other superheroes in general. Um, as far as I know, there's not really much else unique about them other than the napalm breath and the fact that their red ring takes over like their heart and their blood is the is the red light. So uh, yeah, that's that's everything I gotta say about the uh, the red lanterns. Um, so next, I'm gonna talk about the orange lantern. Singular. There's only one orange lantern. The orange lantern is super fucking greedy. Uh, when he was chosen to be the one, he's a man named, he's a guy named Larflees. He's like this crazy fucking alien man. He's got a super tragic backstory that they always like kind of hint towards. And I don't think I've ever really seen it, but as far as I know, it's pretty tragic. Um, and he's like immortal. This ring made him immortal. And he, uh, so he's like millions of years past the thing that happened to him. But since he's alone all the time, he's always kind of left to think about it. And, uh, yeah, he, he, the thing with all the rings is it kind of really enhances the thing about them that the ring chose in them. Like if the green ring chooses someone for their willpower, it'll enhance their willpower. If it, if it gets onto someone who's, if a red ring gets onto someone who's angry, it's going to make them more angry. They're going to be pissed off all the time. Um, and this, the orange ring isn't any different. He was a he was kind of greedy. So he chose the, to, to accept the orange light and then he wouldn't share it because it made him so much more greedy that anyone who tries to take it, the way to become an orange lantern is to successfully take the orange ring from Larflees. Because if you can successfully take the orange light from Larflees, that means you really want it. You have to want it so bad to take it away from the only orange lantern. I don't know if the orange lantern can really create constructs like the or like the green lantern can. Um, I know it, I know he can't heal, or I don't know if he can do defense like the blue lantern. Uh, the orange lantern, whenever he manages to successfully kill someone, can seemingly steal their soul and lock it away within his lantern, and he can summon their he can summon them forth as an orange lantern construct to fight for him and they just become a familiar for him. If he manages to successfully kill Superman, he can summon an orange light Superman out of his lantern, and he'll never be stoppable again because that orange light Superman has to always listen to him. And it's, they, they all look like they're wearing orange lantern uniforms, everyone he creates, and uh, yeah, they're just, they're just trapped away within and they don't even realize that like, that's not really what they're supposed to be. It's almost like he like saw them and he got the idea for them, and then he like decided he he was trapping them in in his lantern. Um, he's he's pretty nuts, but he's a cool character. I like the Orange Lantern just because he's orange, and orange is my favorite character. So, uh, but I wish a cooler looking character was wearing it because the only characters to ever be Orange Lanterns were Larflees and Lex Luthor. So. Kyle Rayner was for a little bit too, I guess, but it's really only for one panel that you see that. So, uh, yeah, that's it for the Orange Lantern. Next is the Indigo Tribe. They don't have um, a ring, per se. They have, like, an Indigo Gem, I believe. And uh, the Indigo Emotion is Compassion, which obviously is the ability to 
uh, feel other people's emotions, be able to kind of feel things from their perspective when you're like, you know, talking to someone, be able to comfort someone like that. Um, and as such, they're able to channel the other lanterns, which is pretty cool. It's almost like they're like, oh, I, I, I feel your will to fight. And they'll all oh, suddenly they're summoning green light out of their ring. And every light has a specific like quality to it. Uh, the blue ring, if you kind of just make it like a take a liquid form and pour it on someone, it has a healing quality to it. Um, if you combine green light specifically with any other lantern color, that's the only way to successfully kill a black lantern, unless you have white light. Um, and I, 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 uh, I might talk, I'll, yeah, I'll probably talk about the black and whites. Um, yeah, so the indigos are able to summon, like, any emotion like that. They, they can summon forth the red light of rage if they can get angry enough and feel the rage that the red lanterns feel. They can use the healing abilities that the blue lanterns can, are, are capable of using. They can use, like, the fear-based things that the yellow lanterns can do, which I'll talk about later. They can do the pink lantern stuff that, the, that when they feel love, they can just channel it through their own color. And I don't know if they do have their own... I think that's just how their ability manifests. And I, I don't know if, like, when they're green, if they can specifically make constructs, but they can shoot, like, green energy beams out of their, like, staffs and whatnot. But, so they're, they're pretty cool for that reason. Generally, villains become indigo, and it forces them to feel compassion, and thus uh, they, like are kind of mind-washed into not being villains because they can see, like, the error of what they did and they feel what the what their victims essentially felt when they were doing what they were doing that made them villains. So, yeah. Other than the fact that they're all, you know, brainwashed villains, the Indigo one is pretty cool because it allows them the ability to kind of channel all the different abilities. That's essentially... All I can really say about the uh, the Indigo Lanterns, there's not really a lot about them. Um, that's kind of just their 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 main unique quality is they can they can uh, feel all the different emotions, and that is pretty cool. Uh, there's also the Yellow Lanterns, or I believe later later on they were the the Sinestro Core, the Sinestro Lanterns. Uh, they have the ability to instill great fear. They're the perfect opposite to the Green Lanterns. Most of the colors seem to be kind of opposites to each other. Um, they are the opposite to each other, yellow and green. There was a while where Green Lanterns flat out couldn't hurt Yellow Lanterns because the Yellow Lanterns' fear deity was trapped within the Green Lanterns' like power battery. Um, and it was causing a yellow impurity within their green light, so they couldn't even touch, like, if you have a yellow pencil, you wouldn't be able to pick it up with your green light. You wouldn't be able to do anything with it with your green light, and that's just because it's the color yellow, and it's the yellow impurity. But that's, that's gone. Green Lanterns aren't weak to, uh, to yellow anymore, so they are able to successfully fight Green Lantern because they would have had to come up with so many different ways for Green Lantern to fight Sinestro before they finally realized the yellow impurity and got rid of that. Uh, they made jokes about that for such a long time in like in like nerdy kind of TV shows, but that happened in like the mid-90s. I kind of now realize like he hasn't been weak against yellow in so long. It's nuts. It's, 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 it's crazy how they have characters who are like, there was such big weaknesses for the characters where it like that's just that was a fact of the character and it wasn't going to change and it did change and it, and it changed for so long but people still remember that as such a 
a big quality of the character. Um, yeah, so the Yellow Lanterns, their constructs are all based in fear, and they have the ability to really draw out their victim's fear and just really create the thing that they're terrified of. Um, and that, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty brutal. Um, it's, they basically work like how Scarecrow works from, like, Batman. If he uses his fear gas, it makes you see the thing you fear the most. If they use their yellow light on you, it creates the thing that you fear the most. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to be, you know, on the receiving end of that. The Yellow Lanterns actually, from what I understand, more recently have teamed up with the Green Lanterns. So now the Yellow Lanterns are actually good guys, and I don't really know how their powers work, but I assume it's making their, the bad guys see the thing that they fear the most, which would just be, like, going to jail or something along, you know, those lines. Um, but, you know, it's it's cool that that's a thing now. It's cool that the Yellow Lanterns are now uh, are now good guys. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 basically it for them. The, that's it's which is wild. Like, obviously, they've been around a while. There's they, they can create all like all the sort of construct stuff. The Green Lanterns can do. It's just that their whole thing is based more on fear than it is based on like willpower or based on, you know, rage or anything. So they're just trying to make you scared. They're trying to make you scared boys. And then lastly, for, like, the main lanterns is the Star Sapphire, or the Pink Lantern, basically. Uh, they're the lanterns of love. They can do the things the other lanterns can do, the constructs and the, the flight and whatnot. Um, their unique characteristic is they can heal as just like the Hope Ones can do. Um... One other thing the Hope Ones can do for healing is they can create an image to you that kind of heals you mentally, for example. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that, uh, it doesn't have to be like a physical heal. Like, they can, they just have to kind of show you an image that fills you with so much hope that it physically heals you. Um, the Pink Lanterns can heal and specifically, and even resurrect the dead if they have a strong, loving connection to that person. Their whole power being based around love, obviously their power works a lot better if they are in love with someone um, and their power specifically works better for that someone if they are in love with that someone. So yeah, that's kind of the big thing for them. They, they usually have like more crystalline looking constructs, but for the most part, they it's basically the same abilities as the other lanterns and, and they also do force fields but a lot of the lanterns tend to do force fields i i saw it on the wiki just now and i guess it seems they do force fields maybe more than the other lanterns do but their big prominent thing is healing um someone that they love better than they can heal someone who they don't love or resurrecting the dead around someone uh, there's also just some some kind of more special specialty lanterns. Um, there was kind of more recently introduced the uh, the black lanterns and the white lanterns. The black lanterns, the bl the black ring will all it, it goes on to uh, the fingers of those who have died. Um, what, even if they've died and they're alive again, like when Superman died in the 90s and he was alive again, when the ring got onto him and made him like a zombie Superman, all the Black Lanterns are basically zombies that, that can fly and breathe through space. Um, I don't think they can do constructs, but they can spread their zombie Black Lantern infection throughout the universe to those who have not died and 
they can do some pretty fucked up things. For example, uh, there was a... There was fire... There's the character Firestorm. Um, Firestorm basically is two characters fused into one. The original Firestorm, Ronnie Raymond, was dead, and he normally would fuse with a scientist named Martin Stein. Um, and then there was a second one. Um, I can't remember his name. I think it was Jackson. And, uh, or, or Jeff, something like that. I think, I think it's Jackson. And, uh, or Jax, something like that. And so, he ends up being the second one, and Deathstorm, as Ronnie Raymond now was, because the Black Lantern got on him, forcibly made, um, the newer, the newer Lantern fuse with him. And the newer one was capable... Firestorm's able to transmute matter like an alchemist. And he was able to do it, like, with inorganic matter, but the newer one could do it with organic matter. And he forces the new one to merge into him, and then uses his ability to transmute organic matter to transform the newer one's girlfriend into table salt. And you watch her whole body turn white before falling apart as grains of table salt, and she's just dead, and that's it. Um, so yeah, they, they have access to everything that character is able to do when they brought them back, but it's not necessarily that character. It's just sort of that, the, the, the construct is the, con is the constructed version of their sort of mind that it's not really them, but they like kind of know personality characteristics of the character that they've embodied and brought back to life. The White Lanterns are just the counters to the white, to the Black Lanterns. White Lanterns are the power of life. They're able to do everything the other Lanterns can do. Absolutely everything, um, as well as kill Black Lanterns. Uh, and that's essentially all I can really say that's different on the White Lantern, is the White Lantern can do everything! The White Lantern is so fucking cool! Uh, the White Lantern is the second best... The, 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 my probably my second favorite lantern under the blue lantern. The white lantern's so cool. Um, he's like space Jesus. He's a, he's like the savior. Everyone is like, yes, the white lantern is here, and he goes off into space and he's alone until he comes back with a beard. He's pretty cool. Um, and then they also introduced even more recently was the phantom lantern ring. And the phantom lantern ring is a ring that when you put it on. It'll change to whatever like you really are feeling in that moment. If you feel a strong ring and you pull up, put on the Phantom Ring, it'll turn into a Green Lantern ring, and you have all the abilities of a Green Lantern. If you suddenly become pissed off, you'll it'll change into red, and you'll become a Red Lantern. If you become very hopeful, it'll turn blue. It just changes to match your emotion, and you have access to each individual ability whenever you uh, you change into each individual color. So, the Phantom Lantern is really cool because it gives you that sort of variety. I like the ones that give you access to the different colored abilities. So this, that's basically everything about the, uh, about the lanterns. Uh, I made this episode, I had the idea about the, to do the lantern episode because they most very recently, um, I don't think he's been introduced into the comics and I certainly haven't read anything that he's in. Um, because he's super new. Brian Michael Bendis, the writer of the Legion of Superheroes, just posted a picture of him on his Instagram last night. Um, or like a couple days ago, maybe. Uh, it's a new character called the Gold Lantern. And he looks very cool. He's a member of the Legion of Superheroes, so he's going to be like a teenage superhero. And he's the Gold Lantern. I don't know what that possibly could be, but 
fuck, that is so cool. He looks really good. I like the way the artist colored him. Um, and yeah, he is, he is going to be a, a cool addition to the overall Lantern family. And I hope to see the Gold Lantern in, uh, in some DC comics that whenever I decide to read DC comics yet again. Uh, because for right now, I don't really read a lot of DC. I used to read a lot of DC. Now I'm a lot more Marvel, so I'm somewhat out of touch with my DC roots. But I'm, I've been rereading some DC comics a lot. So, yeah. That's uh, that's this week's episode about the Lanterns. Um, come, feel free to uh, drop a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. Uh, share it with your friends if you happen to like it and feel like they would like it. Um, drop me a like if you're if you're watching this on something you can drop me a like. And uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dunyan Draws. You can also find me at Twitch TV slash Dunyan's Plays. I might have been able to change it to Dunyan Plays as well. Um, that's D O N I O N Plays. Just just like that. Uh, and it's the same spelling for Dunyan Draws on my other usernames. And, uh, yeah. It could be Dunyan, it could be Dunyans. Um, if you go to my Twitter, you'll be able to find all of them. And if you go to my Instagram, you'll be able to find all of them. So, feel free to go search for all of them. Feel free to not as well. That's, of course, up to you. But, uh, for this week, that's me. I'm Donnie. And, uh, I'm signing off for this week's episode. I'll be back, hopefully in two weeks. Um, hopefully something doesn't come up that delays another episode because I'd like to get into this really into the swing of podcasting regularly. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys next time.